Hello, and welcome to another episode of Just Cuz, the podcast where two cousins talk about things they love. Just Cuz. And today, I want to throw us back in time because we are going to be talking <laughs> 80s movies, specifically 80s family movies. <laughs> We've fallen into the time vortex. We're in the 80s. We have. We're stuck watching their movies. And you know what? We're loving it. Mm -hmm. This is Stranger Things. <laughs> We're all surrounded by nostalgia, even though we... <laughs> As people yeah. never ste stepped foot in the 80s, ever. <laughs> we we were not even a conception in our parents' minds. Right. Our parents were like <laughs> children stuffing each other into dryers. I remember hearing a story yeah, like that, I, something I, like yes. that. <laughs> yeah. My dad and your mom yeah. <laughs> got into some crazy adventures, let me tell you. But before... Before we get into any of that, I do want to list some movies that we will not talk about today because Great way we are to going start to be focusing. Episode. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to be focusing on family movies. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's made for kids; just the fact that the whole family can watch it. Right. So that means that Predators, Aliens, RoboCop, Big Trouble in Little China, They Live, Roadhouse, Commando. None of that's going to be on the list. All great films, none of which we're mm -hmm. talking about today. <laughs> Probably just 80s action movies is a good topic for maybe another episode mm -hmm. where we will talk about those. He's been campaigning for this. Everyone, we've, <laughs> I've been trying, I've told him we can do it. I just wanted to do this one first. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I, I still have a, a good list here of 80s family movies yeah. like the, without involving any of those. I think I do too. I want to start this off by talking about the the two films that just inspired this episode. Okay. Which are two ones that I certainly watched a lot as a kid. I don't know if you watched them a lot as a kid, but I was constantly watching along with, you know, Star Wars and whatnot <laughs> and oh, Harry yeah. Potter. I was constantly watching <laughs> The Princess Bride and The NeverEnding Story, which... I did not realize until after we'd already decided to do this and I was rewatching <laughs> those movies that they're both movies that are that have the framing device of a child is reading a book and then the story is happening in the book. And it's like, I didn't realize that. It has been so long since I've seen Never Ending Story. Do they do the same thing where like the kid interrupts it? Yeah. I almost remember well, that. Well, he doesn't interrupt it because he's he's alone reading it so he so in the neverending story um the main the i mean not the main i mean one of the kids bastion the kid <laughs> in the real world he yeah. is he's you know his he's he's a sad boy he's like i don't know <laughs> 10 9 he's very young and his mom is dead and his dad's like well son you just got to buck up and and do the do the things that you're supposed to do. You can't uh, you can't let mom's death affect you. I guess, um, mm. which is super. Yeah, don't let it up. get you down. Pull you up by your bootstraps yeah. and whatnot. Come on, kid. I'm gonna drink some raw eggs. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's the eighties. Um, yeah, and, it's the eighties. And he's also bullied uh, by some kids at school. And so he, instead of, and he's not doing so well in math or something, so he doesn't go to school one day. He he takes a mysterious book from a mysterious bookseller and he goes up to the attic of the school because kids can do that. And he just sits up there and he reads this book, but 
uh, it's different than the ne- than the Princess Bride because the never ending story is a story that he can affect. That's basically like the okay, plot yeah. of it. It's a story. Yeah, I barely remember it. The only thing that I remember is that horse Artek <laughs> drowning in mud or tar or whatever yeah. the heck it was. No, it's absolutely <sighs> just heart wrenching. It destroys <laughs> you to even think about. Um, and then the freaky dog dragon. Yeah, he looks like my dog. Tell me my dog doesn't look like that. A little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if he grew like 20 sizes. Right, right, like he's different. a small dog. If he was big, yeah. he would look like that. Yeah, but honestly, I could also mention a couple 80s movies that when I think of 80s family movies, these are the two that came to mind, and that is Stand By Me and The Goonies. Oh, those are so good. How are they not on my list? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Honestly, The Goonies, of everything that we talk about today, there's going to be something that I mentioned last, which is probably my favorite, but The Goonies is so the good Goonies and so rewatchable. Perfect. It's so good. I also watched that a million times as a child. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, I remember it was on at a restaurant, and I just ended up watching the movie and not talking to anyone. <laughs> Fair. I love the Goonies. Fair. That's a great. F- oh, great. And Stand now- by Me is great, but they're pretty much the same movie too. And if I had to watch one, it would probably be the Goonies. It would definitely as much be as the I Goonies. love Stand by Me. I love Stand by Me too, but I would definitely choose the Goonies. There's more. Yeah. There's more fun characters. There's more. Mm-hmm. They're they're looking for pirate treasure. It's so much more exciting. <laughs> yeah, One-Eyed Willie's treasure. Mm-hmm. It's great. Ugh. Samwise finds it. Yes. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I have to rewatch it all because now I'm just now I'm just Thanos thinking about the too. Goonies. Really? <laughs> Josh Brolin's yeah, in that. Josh movie? Brolin. He's um. <laughs> I don't even remember the actual character's name, but Samwise Gamgee. He's he plays his older brother. Oh, the brother! Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, you're right. And he's always has his that name isn't Samwise Gamgee in the Goonies. No, it's not. I have no idea what it is in the Goonies. It will always and forever be. Isn't Samwise. it like something normal, like Mike or something? I don't remember. Yes, but something, something like that. I don't know. He's just a John Smith. Yeah, but that's that's the reason that um, he's also in Stranger Things because he was yes. in the Goonies. They bring out a whole bunch of actors. There's so many. I love there's it so for many. Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay, there are two. Okay, well, I I'm gonna talk about these other two first. Gremlins. Okay, Gremlins is a perfect example of one. Love Gremlins. That is perfect. It's a great Christmas I, movie. I saw Gremlins very recently for the first time, like what? maybe a couple of years ago. Oh so yeah, I have no nostalgia God. for it, but I still loved it. It was a lot of fun. Wow, that's so interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we I, I mentioned it, but we didn't even talk about it at all. The Princess Bride. The Princess Bride is so yes. good. Oh my goodness. Such a good movie. I was rewatching it yesterday, and I was literally sitting... I, I, I knew every freaking word <laughs> of especially the sword fight between um, uh, Inigo Montoya and uh, Wesley. 
or the mm. dread pirate roberts whatever he's going by in that scene but i knew the whole i knew the whole thing and it was because me and my brother would watch that constantly as kids and other than so uh we would play lightsabers we would also do that sword fighting scene <laughs> and so i was just sitting in my room and i got up and I started fake fencing with myself. And I was like, this is this oh is God. ridiculous. I am a grown woman. I need to stop. <laughs> but it was so fun. That, that is perfect. That just reminds me of if you've seen V for Vendetta when he's just sword fighting against the movie. Oh, that's Just funny. an adult having fun. Yeah. I mean, it, re- it was reminding me of um, How I Met Your Mother. When oh, there's yeah. an episode of How I Met Your Mother where Marshall and Ted just reenact that exact battle and they, then they, they end up the stabbing thing. Lily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is there anything else to mention with Princess Bride? Because like it, we can't move on without saying how right. much of a masterpiece it is. It really is. It. Oh, oh, it is... It's so funny. It's kind of satirical. It kind of like takes a little, maybe not satirical, but it kind of takes a meta view of a fairy tale type story. I'd go as far as to say it's just parody of a fantasy. Yeah, yeah. It is def. It is. Mm. It is a parody. It's not as much of a parody as something like Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which I did want to mention in this video yeah. at least once, but we're not going to talk about it because it's a <laughs> '70s movie and it's a full parody and not for children. But <laughs> <laughs> not for children, even at all. though although we, we both watched, both it, watched as it as children. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but uh. the Princess Bride is. It's so fun. And then those parts were like, just one of the best parts is when Buttercup is like in the water near the beginning when she's about to get eaten by the eel. And then the grandfather mm. like stops telling the story and looks <laughs> at the grandson and is like, she does not get eaten by the eels at this time. And I'm like, <laughs> Grandpa. Thank you. I was worried. Yeah. Well, he was really worried too. And it, it's yeah, I would be yeah. Um, some honorable mentions for the the Princess Bride is um, in Deadpool two. They did a Deadpool yes. two Christmas cut of the movie where it's Deadpool telling the story to <laughs> I forget his name, but the adult kid, the the, the adult is it version. Fred of that Savage. Kid. Fred Savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um. So Fred Savage is sick in bed, <laughs> and Deadpool is telling him the story of Deadpool two. And I. I think he, at at a point he's got him like tied up to the bed because Fred Savage yeah, tries to leave. Probably. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> um, and then there's also during the pandemic there was the oh, yes Princess Bride home home movie <laughs> where like every celebrity ever um just recorded themselves at home doing the Princess Bride. <laughs> And, and sometimes it would be very high quality and then it would just cut to the next scene and it's just someone on an iPhone filming themselves. Yeah, like it's great. The thing that comes to mind for me is that like um Emily Blunt and John Krasinski, they go <laughs> they had costumes, they had they were doing the whole fire swamp scene, right? So they had costumes, mm-hmm. they had um I'm pretty sure Emily <laughs> Blunt was Wesley and John Krasinski was Buttercup, which was great. Yes. And then uh, <laughs> and then it just switches to the next person. I don't remember who it is, but they're just on an iPhone, <laughs> like holding it as a selfie. <laughs> no production it's value. It's so good. It's incredible. Also, Pedro Pascal is wearing really weird shorts in it for some reason. 
and I love it. I love everything about the Princess Bride home movie. This will immediately date this episode, but I have to go off on a side tangent. Did you hear who was cast as Mr. Fantastic? Yes, I heard this morning yeah. as soon as I woke up. Pedro Pascal was, well, okay, I didn't see like, anything it's that not said cast. I said being looked at mm-hmm. to play Mr. Yeah. Fantastic. But that, that's, that's just insane. I again, I don't want to derail this whole episode just for talking about Pedro Pascal. But I don't think it's a bad. It might be insane. perfect. It might be yeah. perfect. I think it's. I think it's a good wild. Mm-hmm. No, he's, I cannot. He's wait real to hot see right that. now, coming off of um, <laughs> the the Everything. Last of Us and the Mandalorian, and people love him. Mm-hmm. So everyone wants a piece of Pascal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> All right, anyway. I can move on, and I should have asked from the very beginning, does Star Wars and Indiana Jones count? Star Wars came out in- Some of them came out in the 80s. 1970, yeah. Um, 1970, what, one? I don't know. But the Star first Wars, one, but- Yeah, that was 77. The last one came out in 83. 83. Yeah. So I think it does count. But okay. See, I was assuming yeah. that you were gonna say no oh. to both of them. Uh, Indiana Jones. I think they count, but they're. Mm, I think they. It, count. It's weird. Yeah, because Indiana I mean, Jones feels more like a period piece, even though it does have that '80s vibe to it. And Star Wars is just Star Wars. Yeah. And technically, those are '70s because it started in the '70s. Yeah, just the but, last one. I mean, like. We can count. I mean, I'm not exactly playing by the rules either. I have a few that are from <laughs> 1990, but <laughs> ooh, <laughs> ooh, that's a ways off, Sasha. <laughs> um, but our time machine got mixed up when we were traveling. It's okay. It it's okay. It all looks like the 80s, so it counts as the 80s. <laughs> yeah, if it's got that vibe, it counts. Yeah, um, but honestly, I would say no. Indiana Jones and Star Wars does not count because they're so timeless. Yeah. Like they're not quite 80s. I feel like I feel like the criteria that I'm having trouble with is not 80s or family because sure, if it came out in the 80s and if your whole family can watch it, that's fine. Um, it's yeah. just that like Star Wars and Indiana Jones are very clearly like action adventure movies and they don't have the same kind of emotional core that these other movies that we're talking about do have not that star wars and indiana jones don't have an emotional core at all but it's not like centered around family i'm having trouble with the family part you know obviously star wars has family elements in it but that's not what it's (laughs) based around i'd say well honestly with that being said and i will mention a star wars movie much 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 later but I can move on to War Games, which is an 80s movie that my dad made me watch at a super young age. Mm-hmm. I think just because he loved it, and it was the movie that made him want to be a computer programmer in the first place. He's not a and computer let me tell you, programmer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it made him want to be. Okay, one. got I it. him telling me that. But I do like War Games. Like, it's a bit dated at this point, but it is so much fun. Okay, I've never you have seen, seen that. I've never seen War Games. What's it about? It's uh, Ferris Bueller, whatever his real life name is. <laughs> he is... I barely even remember it. He's like this computer hacker guy and he hacks into a random website that he thinks is nothing 
And then he starts playing chess with it, like this AI website. And it turns out that that website is the AI controller of the entire government. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've I've heard references to this. <laughs> I don't mm. know it, but I've heard like people reference war games in other media, you know? Yeah, Black Widow, you know, you, would you like to play a game? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly, <laughs> mm -hmm. got it. If you haven't seen War Games, I would highly recommend it. It is a whole bunch of fun. Okay, good to know. I, I don't have too much else to say about it because I barely remember it. I did not rewatch it uh, recently, but I can move on to another one. Go ahead. Honestly, I, I got more than a few that are family-centered and more than a few that are not so family-centered, but one that is kind of in the middle is Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh my god. If you've god. seen that. <laughs> what a throwback. I definitely wasn't expecting you to say that. <laughs> I love Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And honestly, that shot of the trucker grandma, just like her face going all claymation and I, I can't even explain it. If it you terrified think, me If as a you child. think I remember Pee-wee's Great Adventure in the slightest, you're absolutely mistaken. I've watched it probably several times. I remember absolutely nothing about it. <laughs> I just remember Pee-wee's Big Adventure being a fever dream. That's the best way to say it. Because, I mean, it's Tim Burton directing it. Mm -hmm. So you can you can see all that in its, in its Tim Burton-isms. Yeah. I'd... I'd count a lot of these movies as fever dreams. <laughs> Never-ending story. <laughs> you, you are right. Absolutely yeah. a fever dream. Um, <laughs> Goonies, Princess absolutely Bride, a fever dream. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Gremlins, 100% a fever dream. The one I'm going to mention next, probably mm. the most so fever dream-like. Um, okay. Which... This is this is strange for me to mention because I have never seen it, even though it is the perfect by by all accounts by anyone I've ever met is it mm -hmm. the perfect movie for me specifically, but I've never seen it, which is Labyrinth. <gasps> that is on my list. Yeah, I have next to Labyrinth. I have in quotations David Bowie's Bold. Yeah, I well no, <laughs> I was I thought you were just gonna stop at David Bowie. I didn't. <laughs> No, I didn't anticipate David the rest Bowie's of that, bulge so. is visible for ninety percent of the movie. Yeah, well, I and it freaked me out as a kid. <laughs> I'm just like I don't know how I got away with never seeing the lab or seeing Labyrinth because a mm -hmm. fever dream musical horror comedy starring David Bowie sounds like exactly the thing I would love. Yeah, but I've never I honestly seen it. I am very surprised you haven't seen Labyrinth yeah. just because of how iconic it's become in pop culture. If I'm honest, I don't know if it's the best movie in the world. I don't know if any of the movies that we're talking about on the list are, other than maybe Goonies, Princess Bride, Stand By Me, yeah, all that. Yeah, those are all the best but, movie in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but The Labyrinth is, I will say it a lot in this episode, fun. Yeah. I, I gotta watch it. I tried to watch it before this but i was watching so many other things i did not have time to watch it so i that is that is next on my list i'm definitely gonna watch it because it sounds like i don't know what it's about but it sounds to me like a family targeted version of rocky horror picture show which is yeah. one of my favorite films even though it's like it's <laughs> it's not it's not like one of my favorite films it's one of my favorite mm. like 
cult classic absolute monstrosity of a of a <laughs> piece of art how did this get made this is an absolutely incredible yes thing yeah so someone allowed it to get made or someone put a lot of work and effort into it yeah you can tell so i'm definitely definitely gonna have to give that a watch um and i, I don't I'm kind of assuming that all of the puppet work in the labyrinth is Jim Henson, but at least it's on the level of Jim Henson's it work. Seem, I, so it, it's good. I feel like it is. I don't mm, know. I, mean it, I didn't do All like the any best research, puppet stuff but, is Jim Henson, yeah. so I assume it is. Yeah, probably. Um, okay, so one that I have seen, but only very recently, I didn't see it as a child, um, okay. was... And it is straying slightly into the 90s. It was 1991, but Hook, starring Robin Williams. I'll accept it. Yeah. Hook is perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> it's so good. And and it's so 80s. And, and it I, is. Everybody has the 80s hairstyle, the 80s outfits. It's very, very mm. 80s. Um, it's colorful. It's amazing. And unlike some um other examples of uh peter pan adaptations it actually understands the story of peter pan and the characters especially captain hook not gonna say anything mm -hmm. else about other things but <laughs> but god i'm so tired i'm sorry i'm so tired of like modern <laughs> adaptations where they just take a popular ip and put no thought into it and say we're gonna adapt this you don't understand the story the reason that the new peter pan was freaking terrible and everybody hated it is because they did not understand the characters or the story they did not understand who captain hook was as a character i didn't even watch the new one yeah it's it's I not <laughs> worth it don't watch it. I'm mm. just so tired of this, like, of this no original ideas. These movies that we're all talking about today, all of these, they are all such original ideas. They're pieces of art. They've stuck with us through our childhood, even mm. though they're from the 80s. We weren't born in the 80s. We didn't see any of these movies when they came out. But our parents showed them to us because they were good movies. You know, mm -hmm. the, and that's not to say there weren't any remakes or sequels happening in the 80s or any other time. Oh, period. no, of course. That, that's there just were. true for now. Yeah, it, it has to be original stuff. And if you are going to remake or a, a, a property or a franchise or make a sequel to something, it has to be there for a reason. Mm -hmm. And that, that's just true for everything. It's just everything right now seems to be, if it's not based on a popular IP, then it's not getting funded. It's not getting made. Mm -hmm. It might be being made, you know, by an independent studio, but it's not getting mainstream attention. Like, just think of mm -hmm. the last list of movies that have been in a movie theater for you to go see. No, yeah, it's always it's always sequels, sequels, and, prequels, I mean, my remakes, brain, adaptations. My brain goes to Puss in Boots: The Last Wish, which I expected nothing from because yeah. I was like, it's a prequel to a Shrek movie in a franchise that honestly I do not care about. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna watch this, yeah. and then it got good reviews. So like, anything can be good. Mm -hmm. With that in mind, make sure that it is good when you start making it, yes. or at least have a good idea. Exactly. Anyway, but, uh, hook enough is, of that. Hook tangent. is amazing. Yeah. yeah. 
The hook is so much fun. I haven't seen it in a few years, but you bet your bottoms. I'm gonna probably gonna watch it this weekend. So now that you good. mentioned it, I've I've only seen it recently. Like I said, I don't have any nostalgia for it. But watching it, it can't help but drum up nostalgia. Can't help but drum up feelings yeah. of I want to be a kid again, or I want to play. I want to have fun. I was literally watching it and jumping on my bed like a child. I yeah. loved it. I still remember being a kid and watching Rufio, and he was the coolest kid in the world. Rufio, and then their food fight. <gasps> Rufio was. So so cool oh my god i was like <laughs> rufio is so freaking awesome he's so freaking cool i was like robin williams how are you gonna compete with that he's so cool he's like he's like you can't he's it's rufio he's got like he's got like a, a like a headdress and a little like leather crop top he's so cool Jeez. oh my god <laughs> i loved it and then he did oh my god spoilers for hook oh. i guess but from yeah. 1991 but he died <gasps> my god Hook makes you feel something. Hook is so good. It really, really <laughs> That's is. what Spielberg yeah. is great at. Yeah. It makes you feel something. And Robin Williams, exceptional actor. <laughs> I I would have I would have put the uh, original Jumanji on here, but I never saw that oh. either. <laughs> Honestly, that should be on the list. It's not on my list, but I'm putting it on yeah. Jumanji. I don't know what year it came out. I guess I'm assuming eighties. Probably, uh, yeah, I'm I, just assuming. I have no clue. I, I can look it up, but I'm just, yeah, I'm just going to assume it was in the 80s mm -hmm. and it's on the list now. Yeah. But honestly, on the topic of Spielberg and fantasy, I have E.T. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> so good. E.T. is a perfect movie. I, I will go as far as to say that. It's incredible. When I was a kid, I used to mm -hmm. have nightmares that I was... um Elliot and I was like connected to an alien and they were torturing. <laughs> I used to have oh. that nightmare. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. I'm just like an evil ET where it looks the same but he's torturing all the kids. That would be so terrifying. No, 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 oh not ET was torturing people. No, no, ET was getting tortured. Oh. Oh. <laughs> like by the government. Honestly, that's not as scary. It's still bad. <laughs> But I'm less scared. I'm now. sorry. You mean ET looks the same, but is a huge murderer? That's evil. That's no one will save you. You've already. That's, yeah. That's that movie. <laughs> it's the scene where she's fighting the little monkey one. Oh, you're God. right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's not too much else to say about ET other than if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It is perfect. Uh, there's a baby but... Drew Mar Drew Barrymore in it, right? Yes. Yep. Yes. <laughs> And the the guy who Mike Flanagan uses in all of his stuff is the kid from E.T. Really? You know, the dad from Hill House? Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. He's yeah. Elliot? I had no clue. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> no, I figured that out when I, I think when I was watching Bly Manor or something, and I was like, wait a, wait a second. Mm. That's Elliot. Where he has that <laughs> questionable British accent. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's the one where he's working in the office or whatever. But you know what? You know what? I really, I, I, I appreciate that guy because he has a different voice in every single role that he plays. Yep. In the newest one in Fall of the House of Usher, I started hearing, like, 
the choice that he made for his character. I was like, whoa, that's a choice. And then, okay. and then I kept he listening. He also rocks like, the greasiest ponytail. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> I just want to chop it off with scissors, but I don't want to be anywhere near that guy. Uh, yes. <laughs> but then as the show went on, I was like, this choice makes so much sense. I'm glad you made it, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate him yeah. and his vileness, oh, but terrible. yeah, it's a good choice. But good actor. But honestly, again, on the topic of Spielberg and fantasy, I think this was produced by Spielberg. I could be wrong. It was, it was I George so. Lucas either way, but I'm talking about Willow, my next oh recommendation. Oh my God, I never, if you've saw, seen I never Willow. saw that either. Damn. At this point, I don't know if you can go back because like, you know what? No, you can. I was about to say the special effects are super dated and it's really weird, but nah, it works. There's some weird morphing for animals mm. turning into people and vice versa. Well, but... I know that they t they did a Willow show and they took it off of Disney mm -hmm. Plus for some reason. Yep. And so I, I started can't watching watch it. That. I got like a couple episodes into the Willow show and it wasn't good, but it also wasn't bad. Mm -hmm. Like it was pretty fun. And then I yeah, I will never be able to watch it again unless I go onto the high seas with my pirate's hat. <laughs> right. But <laughs> I like what a stupid move. I don't understand doing that at all. Like HBO's been doing it and Disney's been doing that and just like taking things that people want to watch off of their platforms. So you can't get it anywhere. Greedy ass studio heads being vultures but i don't understand Just let people watch stuff i mean maybe i'm being stupid but i don't understand how it makes them any money residuals if the show is oh, not on their platform they don't not, have to they don't pay have to pay that makes so show. much sense that makes so much sense okay mm -hmm. which is terrible that's and vile that's awful jesus christ okay yeah Anyway, back to the yeah, 80s. A, a bunch Get of back people go watch machine. Willow. Yeah. Yeah, our, our 10 followers go watch Willow so that <laughs> Disney's forced to put the show back on. I, I'd like to watch it. I'd like to give it a watch. I heard some interesting reviews. Um, yeah, it, Val Kilmer is, plays yeah. this knight. He's cool. And I, I'll, I'll have to see the movie. At least I think it's Val Kilmer. Oh, God, I hope. I might be mixing it up with another 80s fantasy. There's one that he turns into a bird. Maybe that's not Val Kilmer. Oh, God. Sasha, uh, talk. You, <laughs> said, bird man. you I, said bird, and now I'm thinking about Birdman, but that's not it from the 80s. Uh, that's not 80s. That's great, but um, you got to dig me out of the hole. Okay, I'm okay, digging. okay. Next one. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, perfect. Yes. Not on my list, but should when be. When I wrote this down on how my did I list, not think of it? when I wrote this down on my list, I realized I don't know how to spell Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> But he says it so many times. He says he's the sausage king of Chicago. Uh, <laughs> um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is incredible. Um, if you haven't had the chat with your um, prospective friend groups of who's the Ferris, who's the Sloan, and who's the Cameron, then you're missing mm -hmm. out because I've had that with every friend group I've ever had. <laughs> I've probably also had a conversation at least once a year about what a terrible person Ferris is. Yeah, he's awful. <laughs> and his his friend Cam is like the real protagonist of the movie. Yeah. Have you ever heard <laughs> have you ever heard that theory? There's like there was this theory going around the internet a while ago where Ferris is like a figment of Cameron's fever-addled imagination. 
I've never heard that, but it's like a light bulb was being awakening in my mind. That is perfect. Yeah, your your mouth just like shot open. You're like, <gasps> <laughs> I need to write a thesis about this. Do it, do it. <laughs> I love writing so theses for fun. <laughs> <laughs> I could make it into a YouTube video. No one will watch. <laughs> um, yeah, no, just. I don't know what like the exact ins and outs of that theory was. I think it's just that this whole adventure was imagined by Cameron, who is, you know, he's sick and he is lonely mm. and his dad's left him. And, <laughs> and he just desperately needs to get out and have yeah. fun. And so he like drums up this ideal version of himself who is Ferris. And... Mm. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's. I don't think it's a. I. I mean, I need it's to a rewatch theory. it with that theory in mind, so that I could look at like Fight Club style if they're in the same room together and they're interacting with. <laughs> they the <cup>. definitely <laughs> are. They're in most of the movie together, and they pick up things and they talk to other people mm. at the same time. It's uh, not. It definitely doesn't hold up, but yeah. I need to watch it with that in mind. Right. I. I can't think of too much to say about it but uh honestly a lot of the movies that i have left on my list i just have just mentioned you gotta watch it but there's not much to say yeah adventures in babysitting oh my god yes of course i've seen that i (laughs) I haven't seen it in so long me neither but yeah when i was thinking of 80s family this of course came to mind i remember i used to i used to spend a lot of time at our aunt's house when I was growing up mm-hmm. and I used to go there like every like week or something. And mm-hmm. at, for there was a period of time where all I wanted to watch was adventures in babysitting. <laughs> and so I would watch I mean, it how could you every not? time I was at her house. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's... I can't remember the superhero that the little girl Thor. is obsessed with. Thor. She's Thor. obsessed with That's Thor. It. Oh my That's, God. I was just about to say, I was just about to say, I... That was my first introduction to the character mm-hmm. of Thor when I was a kid. Because I didn't read <laughs> like comics or watch cartoons as a kid. Nah. Um, but I watched 80s movies. And when this little girl was dressed up as Thor and then Thor showed up, I was like, whoa. <laughs> Obviously, Thor wasn't popular back then. This is comics Jack Kirby Thor oh, with yeah. the wings on his soup bowl helmet. Tights, <laughs> yellowest hair possible, horns. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. Yeah, he looks dumb, yeah. but I love it. But that I Big old I don't know why that's the one thing that I remember for adventures and babysitting. It's a great is the little kid movie. loving Thor, but yeah, so much fun. That one's really fun. Um, do your do your other honorable mentions, and then I'll okay. mention my last one. So over the top, if you've seen that, I haven't seen that. What's that? So let me give you a quick synopsis. So think any. I was about to say 80s movie, but just think like (laughs) Real Steel, where it's a deadbeat dad and he's got a kid who he's got to go reconnect with because he he just left and he was never connected with the son at all. Got it. And it's Sylvester Stallone. And the whole thing is he is a professional arm wrestler. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And like imagine a... Any other sports movie, but replace the sport with arm wrestling. And that is this movie. Okay. That sounds fun. I can't in my right mind recommend it because I don't remember it being good. 
You know what? No, I'll say it's good. Go watch it. <laughs> it's dumb, but it's great. <laughs> My next not really recommendation is Short Circuit. Haven't seen I, that either. <laughs> I watched this movie for the first time on a bus ride for band or debate or whatever. And let me tell you, I loved it. I watched it the night that I came home after that, just so that I could enjoy it fully. <laughs> it's so the Wally, the robot from the Disney movie mm-hmm. or Pixar or whatever the heck it is, he's based off of this the design of this robot in short circuit. Oh. It's basically this military robot. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's the same plot as Iron Giant, where this <laughs> thing made for war basically gets its own consciousness okay uh short circuits also known for having a very white person put on brown makeup and an indian accent and it's very very rough (laughs) okay okay but uh short circuit is fun i'll say that but honestly i i'm left with three movies on my list just honorable mentions because i have to mention them fully the first one is Ghostbusters. Oh, of course. Of course. So good. The franchise is still going. Maybe it shouldn't, but I still enjoyed the last <laughs> one. Was that... That had a Jason Bateman in it, right? The... No. Am I thinking of something else? I don't think so. Okay. No. I'm thinking of something else. Which one are you talking about? The newest Ghostbuster? Yeah. Uh, that's the one that had um, Paul Rudd in it. That's Paul Rudd. I was mixing him up with Jason Bateman. Oh. Okay, got it. Got so we it. were thinking of the same movie. I was Good. thinking of a white guy <laughs> no, with confused. brown hair. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Yeah, Ghostbusters, love it. Cannot get enough of it. The next one is Beetlejuice. Oh my gosh, yes, of course. Personally, I wouldn't say this is a family movie just because it scared the bejesus out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> But it is it is a family movie. Beetlejuice is having quite the resurgence in popularity because of mm. the um, very successful Broadway production that um, I believe really? just closed. Did it close or is it still going I d- on? I don't know. I didn't even know that was happening. A I mus- assumed the popularity was because of the sequel that was filming. Oh, no, 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 no. There's a musical of Beetlejuice that's been going on for a while now. And it is very, oh. very popular. Very fun. I recommend. I can't think of anything else to say about Beetlejuice. Michael Keaton kills it. Just a different person on screen. Oh, wait. But I have... I just thought of one, and while you're talking, I'm going to look up the date of it. (laughs) All right. While I say my last one, which is Die Hard. I love that film. Like, what, what do you say about Die Hard? It's not really a family movie, but I watched it when I was maybe eight during Christmas, and ever since then, I've watched it every Christmas. Yeah, it's a, it's a so. Christmas movie. It, uh, uh, <laughs> Die Hard and Gremlins. I, I, when you mm-hmm. mentioned Gremlins, I had to stop myself because I was about to say Die Hard as well, <laughs> but I had a feeling it was on your list, so I didn't say it. Oh, yeah. But um, I think of all of these, Die Hard is my favorite just because I've rewatched it the most. Mm-hmm. But again, like you said, it's it's more of a Christmas movie than it is 80s or family. Yeah. So we'll probably have to mention it again on a Christmas recommendations episode. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, okay, so the last two that I have, one of them I just thought up right now while you're talking. But mm-hmm. they're both, unfortunately, from 1990, but they still scream the 80s. They both mm-hmm. still... If it fits, it fits. Feel so... 
so much like an 80s family movie. One, Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love yeah, Edward perfect. Scissorhands. So good. Johnny Depp, Winona Tim Ryder. Tim Burton and his freaks. Tim Burton. Ugh, Making the <laughs> nightmares of my childhood since 2000, you know? <laughs> all Tim Burton and all of his crooked, weird stairways. Yeah. I love it. It's great. Freaking love that movie. Um, And then my last one on the list, the best mm. Christmas movie in my opinion, and that is Home Alone. Oh, how did I not think of that? Yeah. Other than it is Christmas, but no, it is it is more family. It is and it does so feel family. It's 80s. so good, and it's it's 1990, but everyone's dressed mm. like it's the it's still the 80s. Basically, yeah, it's, it's filmed in the 80s, so it counts. I think honestly, I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna say up until 1994, when Friends came out, is still the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say this only because I already have one in mind, but before I get to a few weird recommendations that you probably shouldn't watch, should we try to pick a favorite? Oh, no. <laughs> um. <laughs> Again, I say that because I already have Die Hard in mind, okay. but then I'm looking at my list. I'm like, oh, is Goonies better than Die Goonies Hard? Goonies is so good. And I was going to say The Princess Bride has to be my favorite, but you say oh. Goonies and I love it. Like, I think of the never ending story and i love it. it's not my favorite but home alone i love it like mm -hmm. it's it depends I, what mood you're in i'm gonna go back on the idea that i just had and say we cannot pick a favorite we cannot pick a favorite They're, They're it's all good. apples and oranges They're yeah. all good um you don't so pick a favorite that, child do you or at least you don't tell them about it <laughs> well i mean sophie had to so sophie did not pick between two <laughs> children max did you see that movie <laughs> Or read I have that no book. idea what Sophie's choice is. <laughs> I assume it was picking between two kids. No! <laughs> <laughs> what was Sophie's choice? It was between her daughter and I'm I think a guy or something. I don't remember. But not, oh, that, not that's not a choice at all. Exactly. That's easy. But, or, or maybe it was a job. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember, but it's definitely not between two children. <laughs> It's I not have Sophie's never seen or Pick read your it, favorite but child. I, I was so confident that it was a choice between two children. <laughs> maybe it is. I was so maybe, confident Maybe there. I'm super wrong. Maybe I'm super <laughs> wrong and this is going to blow up in my face. Let's see. Let's do a fact check <laughs> yeah. live on air. What? Well, while is... you're doing the fact check, I, I will say my three weird 80s movies that as i was researching i could not rewatch these for the life of me because i've watched them once and that is more than enough that uh the two superman movies that came out in the 80s one of which is supergirl the other is superman 4 a quest for peace uh both are terrible in their own right but you it has to be seen to believe how god awful these two movies are and i won't say too much on them i'll just move on to my third one which is ewoks a battle for endor which is a star wars tv movie that i loved as a kid for some stupid reason and yeah go watch those three dumb movies oh my god you're right it is between is two it? children, but it's so much yes. darker. Wait, no, it's so much darker than I thought. Well, I was about to say, if Sophie had to choose between a man and a child, that's that's pretty easy. I thought it was totally something else. I very much don't remember this movie. Maybe I fell asleep when I watched 
Um, <laughs> well, I but it says, for sure have not seen the movie. Yeah, well, it says, uh, but so the, the title character must choose between the lives of her two children while imprisoned in the Nazi concentration camp Auschwitz. And that's why I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because I need to be in the right mood. That's probably <laughs> why I don't remember it. I don't remember most of the Holocaust movies I watched. Yeah, you probably want to block out a lot of that stuff. Yep. Because because I read the, the books when I was very young, and they've stuck in my mind, so I don't often mm -hmm. go out seeking for Holocaust movies. Anyway. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> anyway. Um, on that light note, do you have any more recommendations or should we move on to the consumption corner i can't think of anything else and you know what max i'm freaking starving well that is good to hear what what have you been starving for what have you been eating lately i am healthy i am i want to make sure definitely not healthy <laughs> <laughs> i have been binge watching the i think i mentioned this before but i just finished the my rewatch of season one of the Dimension 20 campaign, Fantasy High. Um, oh my goodness. Is that back? It's coming back in January, so I'm rewatching the first oh. two seasons. I'm very excited. I think every time you talk about it, I get excited. I'm like, oh, are they back? It's oh my so goodness. Good. No. Do you want to just <laughs> use my account? You can, because I want you yes. to watch it. <laughs> Oh my goodness, yes. Yes. <laughs> There's so many D&D &D campaigns that I've paid to watch, like a uh, Corridor Crew. Oh, they have, I haven't seen that uh, one yet. VFX, like it, it's the whole thing done, but they put effects behind what they're doing yeah. and they film it on a green screen. Oh, it, that's it's interesting. Fun. No, the yeah. okay, so Dimension 20 that I watched, they they have like an a whole art team that makes like really really cool minifigs and like um <sighs> battle sets and all these mm. awesome things and then they have like so many campaigns and i've watched most of them <laughs> <laughs> there's only like two that i haven't seen and they're just so good and i'm re-watching their first ever campaign um which was or the first ever campaign was fantasy high season one where it's basically like a John Hughes-esque style um, town, but it's with fantasy creatures. It's like the all the classes and races from D&D &D, and the rest of their world is, you know, medieval and um, fantasy-like, oh, but their I town is so John much. Hughes <laughs> style. <laughs> it's so good. And they go to, they go to adventuring high school. And it's so good. I think we've brought this up before. Is that the one where one of the characters is trying to find his dad yes. the whole time? Yes. <laughs> that is where Zakoyama's yes. character is constantly, every time he... <laughs> it's so good. I've seen the compilation. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. so funny. So every time he rolls a perception check or an insight check and he gets like a really, really low number because his character is horrible at perception, he, he'll... <laughs> He thinks someone is his dad because he's adopted and he, he just doesn't know who assumes. his first dad is. <laughs> he's like, Dad, is that is that you? Are you my like, dad? Dude, I'm a different species. What? The best it's one fantastic. is where he thinks he's his own dad. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's really great. It sounds like absolute nonsense, but it is an excellent campaign, and I am just starting season two of it, which is so good, and they're coming out with season three in January, so you got to get on I might it. have to get into that. You got to get on yeah, it. Like I said, the compilation of that is so funny. It made me cry it's, the first time I watched it. And it's not even the funniest <laughs> part of the series. That's the craziest oh my goodness. thing. Okay, now I, now I have so to good. watch it. Yeah. Um, so what have you been consuming, Max? I have been eating really well, too. And <laughs> yeah, I'm just stop the... saying eating. <laughs> yeah. I've been eating good. <laughs> Straight ribs. No. <laughs> the PlayStation Store kind of screwed me over. And they did that by making a whole bunch of games that I wanted on sale for Black, for, uh, Black Friday. Uh. Like, it's on sale right now. So I haven't bought them yet, but I'm probably going to get the Resident Evil 4 remake, The Last of Us Part 1 remake, oh, yeah. uh, Dead Space. I have already purchased Alan Wake 2, which is a very recent game, not on sale, paid full price. But I've heard that it is a mind-bending masterpiece. I have played part of the first one, and that came out more than a decade ago. And the whole idea of it is that the main character is a writer, and sometimes you can get to like a writing station and you write something down, and it changes the setting entirely. I oh. everything that I hear about this game, I get very excited to play it. That sounds so. Yeah, really I cool. will be playing Alan Wake too. That sounds really cool. I'm actually that sounds. I'm excited to hear about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It also has. According to what I've heard, I could be wrong, but there is no menu screen in the game. You click a button and you're instantly transported to what is known as the mindscape for that character. Mm -hmm. And you can walk around in this room and like change stuff. And that will also change stuff in the actual setting of the game. Oh, wild. I cannot wait to play this game. <laughs> it, it is apparently very, very good. That's cool. That's cool. Um, but is there anything else? Yeah, I am very excited and I'm not currently consuming it because it's not out yet. But coming I coming November 25th is <laughs> going to be the new Doctor Who special with David Tennant as the Doctor. As the 14th Doctor. So, <laughs> so I, that's exciting. Honestly, I was going to ask this off air, but I can just ask it now. Are we having a Doctor Who episode next I week? I definitely think we should. Next week? I don't know about that. We're going to have Isn't to see. Isn't it next see. week? We're going to have to see. Mm -hmm. Next week is busy Thanksgiving and all. Yeah. So it might be a little late, but we will we'll at least we'll talk about that Doctor Who. We'll get that Doctor, Doctor Who. Who episode out sometime. It's definitely mm -hmm. a coming. Um, oh, that's for sure. <laughs> Alan Z. Uh, <laughs> but with that, I'm I'm consuming mm -hmm. nothing else <laughs> yeah yeah i can't think of anything else to say uh, i'll probably talk about alan wake 2 next week but with that this has been a groovy neon spangly what, what are the 80, that's 80s 70s stuff. all the things you just said are 70s. <laughs> i know everything that i said was 70 that's why i kept on going <laughs> i said groovy first this has been uh, that's the podcast a perm filled palm podcast <laughs> perfect